What is going on, comic book movie fans? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema. We're so glad to have you with us today. Today, we are joined by three wonderful guests. First and foremost, we're going to introduce Mr. Luke. He is from the same hometown that I am from. He used to be heavily involved in the music scene. Super cool dude. Also in some plays here and there uh, in the theater. What's up, Mr. Luke? What's going on? Heck yeah. And this is also Mr. Matt with Talking Pop Culture. Met this guy through Insta. He's got a lot of cool stuff going on YouTube. Make sure you check out his YouTube channel, Talking Pop Culture. Thank you kindly. And also joining us today is Mr. Kevin McVicker. What's going on, Mr. Kevin? Hello, Internet. Glad to have you guys joining us today. And today we're going to be talking about She-Hulk. So far. So far, currently, where we're at. Attorney at law. That's right. Well, here's the thing, Bruce. I'm great at controlling my anger. I do it all the time. When I'm catcalled in the street, when incompetent men explain my own area of expertise to me, I do it pretty much every day because if I don't, I will get called emotional or difficult or might just literally get murdered. So I'm an expert at controlling my anger because I do it infinitely more than you. I will say, I will preface everything by saying this. Politics, things of that nature, are an issue to me, yes. But at the same time, certain things, like the things that we see in this show, I know this is probably going to be a hot take and something that you guys weren't expecting, but I like the show so far. I'm really having a great time with it. Yes, I don't like the fact that they try to beat us over the head with the fact that oh, I'm a woman and I'm constantly dealing with stress and way more anger issues than you men are. I don't like that being included in the show. I think it's it doesn't serve the the show in any way, but I also get it because it's almost like this show is coming from her perspective. It is coming from her perspective. I understand why it's in the show. Do I agree with it? No. And do I think that it's necessary to the show? Not necessarily. Maybe it's in there to get, not the approval, what's the word I'm looking for? But yeah, maybe that's the word I'm looking for. The stamp of approval from the female community, perhaps. But yeah, like I said, I think it's unnecessary. And I I don't like being preached at when I'm watching, especially when I'm watching a Marvel movie on the big screen. In this Disney show, or this Disney Plus show for me, however, what we get is not that big of a deal. And I'll just say this, and then I'll leave it at that so somebody else can talk about it. But when She-Hulk and the Hulk had their fight, their scuffle in the first episode, I thought that was handled about as well as it could be. Hulk did not like literally get torn limb from limb and get owned, right? But it was almost more of a stalemate. Now, that's just from my perspective. I've talked to several people that were like, the Hulk got his kick by, by She-Hulk, you know? And it does seem like they kind of do that trend, you know, to bring in these derivative characters or these female characters or whatever the case may be to make them look strong. They have to have them beat the crap out of our favorite older heroes who just happen to be male characters. That's all I'll say about it for now. Matt, I know you're dying to talk about it. What do you think? Listen, I don't care about the whole, you know, make the women better than the men, whatever. They want to be get politics and do it, whatever. Go. You want to make her look like she can beat the Hulk? Go. Do it. Whatever. You want her to say all these things? Go. Do it. Whatever. I don't care anymore. It's 2022. But what I do care about 
is if you're going to say 10 minutes into this is the first episode, 10 minutes into the first episode, if you're going to sit there and say to someone, oh, I'm sick of being cat. I can control my anger because I got cat called out and make it out that women get objectified against. And then in a post credit scene, sit there and say, oh, Captain America's tight, all that squeezy tighty. That is just stupid. That's where I get the problem because hang on a minute. 10 minutes in, you're complaining about getting objectified against by getting catcalled, but then you go and do the same thing at the end. If you want to get into politics, then you keep it. You, they didn't have to, If they didn't have that scene, I wouldn't have had a problem with the, the show of the first episode. Sorry, you didn't see the post credit scene? No. Every episode of She-Hulk has a post credit It's really short. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a, a, a wow. comedy thing. So when you see, like, it's not, that's why people are complaining. I'm like, hang on, I get it. You want to complain, cool. How do you not see that? Like how they say that, oh, yeah, you know, get the cat calling it and then go and do that. It's just, to me, it's a hypocrite. It's a hypocrite move. And then my second thing is, I don't care about her beating the Hulk, but what I do care is they're making the Hulk look like a, a, a B-I-T-C-H now. Like they're making him, I don't care if she beats him up, whatever, do that. But man, the Hulk's angry, the Hulk's smashed, the Hulk, you know what I mean? Like they're killing the Hulk. Marvel and Disney, they're killing him. That's my problem. I don't care that she could beat him up. It's just more that this guy's a a wussy. You know what I mean? He's not he's not the Hulk that you read. I can I can see that point of view, certainly. Don't get me wrong, the show's good. The show is good. The show has some good things. The second episode was a lot better than the first episode because I just think the first episode had just started off wrong. But it's a good show. There's a story there. But let's be honest. We're all watching it for one bloody reason, and that's just to see Daredevil at the end. That's all I'm watching it for, and that you have to watch it because it's the MCU and you need to be up to date with things. But they that's why they did the trailer. I can guarantee you Daredevil comes in the post-credit scene of the last season, of the last episode. Yeah, it's probably so. He's, it's probably going to be the last minute, which is bullcrap. <clears throat> what do you guys think? So in terms of the feminism in this show, I feel like it's – it's a watered down version of nine to five with, with Dolly Parton. I mean, it's, it's nothing new. It's, you, you know, and, and I'm not saying anybody on here is, is doing this, but people who call it woke, that word doesn't mean anything anymore, guys. Like this is 40 year old feminism is all this is. And then on top of that, they give her two strong male characters as her emotional anchors in both episodes that she relies on. Bruce in the first one, and then Uncle Larry from Perfect Strangers in, or Cousin Larry from Perfect Strangers in the second episode. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see it as that. I, I kind of see Matt's point on her objectifying um, Captain America. Like, I, I can see how that that annoys you, but at the same time, and, and I've watched both these episodes twice. I don't feel like they were necessarily saying that what she was saying was right. Because she obviously doesn't have her anger under control because she's fighting against Bruce. And I think the whole point that Bruce was trying to prove to her, he was just holding back. He was toying and playing with her, was yeah. that you don't have your anger under control. See? Like, you can get set off this easily. And that's how I read all that scene. So a, a lot of the, the critique that I'm reading just falls flat for me because I, I'm just reading... I'm not taking it as a moment. I'm taking all the scenes together. And and, and I think there's a, a larger story and a larger character arc going on there. I totally agree with that viewpoint, uh, Kevin. I think that a lot of times, especially us commentators, us 
toxic commentators like Matt and myself. <laughs> we get no, I bored. Agree. And we, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I'm, I'm just being, I'm just being facetious, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, sometimes we we try to find things to just, like, grab a hold to and, like, complain about. To me, at the end of the day, this show is a good show. Society as a whole has changed a lot in the past 10 years. If this show would have came out in 2003, you know, we would all be raving about it. I don't think anybody would be talking about, you know, oh, beating the Hulk's butt, you know, or the feminism or whatever the case may be. Yes, there are some things like sprinkled throughout, just a little bit of a sprinkle that I don't like, I don't love. But at the end of the day, I like the show a lot. What do you think, Luke? You know, parts of it have been like, I, I really liked the whole time that she was there and the little bit of training, you know, or that help that Hulk was giving her. That whole scene where she's saying about the cat calling and, and about how, you know, she could get killed and so she's been contrained, you know, controlling her anger for so long. It's kind of like, well, you think about everything that Hulk has been through, literally being captive inside himself for years at a time and fighting Thanos and, I mean, getting crap beat out of him by Thanos, all these things. It's like maybe those weren't great arguments to put up against some of the things that he's been through. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, we all know, especially today, that women can do everything. So why are we still, like you said, it's a 40-year-old argument. Why are we still having to have that shoved in the, in our faces? And I, I don't know. I guess there's some arguments that people need to learn that. It's like, if people don't know that at this point, they're not going to know it. You know? <laughs> it's it's, like, yeah, it's, let's, let's real quick just say that the people who are calling it woke and the people who are calling it groundbreaking are equally kind of stupid like they're they're both like no it's 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 neither you don't know what either of those words mean guys but, but the thing <laughs> is like they can make films especially with female lead roles and i'll use wonder woman the first one as a prime example the best movie i've seen yep. the dcu i know we're talking marvel but they didn't make it about men and women they just made it you know what i mean they just kept it about yeah. wonder woman steve and that's, I don't know if it's just a Marvel and Disney thing. I don't know. But it's like lately it feels like they're starting. You don't need to. And it's the same with males. You don't need to show on female characters. And you don't need to show on male characters, female cows to characters to push them, to make them better. You don't need to do that. And it's like they do it on purpose so that people talk about the show, that they get people, you know, fired up. Because let's be honest, the more people say, oh, this is woke, this is bull, and then more people are going to go watch it. You know what I mean? So it's like they want us to be divided because it's going to cause more controversy. And I always use Eminem as an example. Controversy, you look at his early career, started off controversial, oof, made it massive. And now he's just, you know, more watered down. It's the same. They're like starting to be more controversial to get the views, to get the people watching it. And that's what I feel it is. They divide us when all they need to do is not do it and there won't be a divide between people. That's hey, I know. I, I know that you're a wrestling fan, Matt. And don't forget what Eric Bischoff used to say controversy creates cash same thing 100%, 100%. and what did he I knew do what I, was doing. I knew it i know this is so off topic but wcw they did a lot of really really controversial stuff at the time in their biggest heyday you know in the 96 97 98 era revealing the results to wwe monday night raw that was like a big no-no but they did it on their live show and mm. they got lots of hate for it they did a lot of controversial stuff but yeah to your point controversy creates cash 
Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But I do understand, and I understand both sides of the argument, and I'm trying to be somewhere in the middle. Like I said, I love the show. I think the show, honestly, right now, and I was talking with uh, Tim Collins, actually, Kevin, the other day about the newest episode, or yesterday, and he was like, man, this is awful. I just hate it. And I was like, you know what? I'm really having a good time with the show so far, and I was thinking about it. I think it's in my top three so far, at least, like the path that the show is on. It's in my top three Disney Plus shows right now currently. I think it's definitely better than Loki. I was not a huge fan of Loki. Uh, I was not. I, that's me. I And also, my top pick is very controversial. Most people, actually 99% of all people disagree with this, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier is my all-time favorite Disney Plus show. It was on the edge of your seat, thrill after thrill. Every time an episode ended, I would have to watch the next episode like immediately if possible, but I never could because I was always watching it live. That's what I want in a TV show, so I guess I have different preferences than most people maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely in my top three currently. But you know, but going on that, how you just mentioned Loki, and I'll use WandaVision as an example as well. They didn't have to do scenes like they did in She-Hulk to make those shows great. I love Loki. I loved Lady Loki. They didn't make Lady Loki Sean Loki. They didn't make WandaVision Sean Vision. Like, they didn't do that with those shows. And I'm not saying, you know, She-Hulk wishing on the Hulk. I, I don't know. There, there's all. a lot of argument there to be made that Lady but, Loki was, in a lot of ways, the better, smarter version of Loki. Well, if they did that, well, then I didn't really catch on to that. They must have made it a bit better. But that's the thing. With this show, it's like they started off on the wrong foot. They should, If they had not have done that scene and the um, – well, sorry. Old, oh, I can't even say the name anymore. Autophobic. Kevin, like I was saying, the scene, you're 100% on the money. Like it's Bruce Sona that she's not in control of her anger and that. But they just could have used another example. It doesn't bother me. But like I said, it was more that end post credit scene when she's talking about being objectified against, and then that post credit scene happens. That is the problem. Like, don't if they hadn't done that, I wouldn't have gave two. The hypocrisy. But do you like the Hulk is like just like what are they doing with the Hulk? Like, put She Hulk aside. Like Hulk it on character himself. Not since what is it? Since um, Endgame, he hasn't been the Hulk. You know what I mean? Like he's either been the the Joint Hulk or Eric Banner. Smart Hulk. Yeah, Smart Hulk. Like, he hasn't been the Hulk. So, Did, didn't we call that Professor Hulk in the comics? Professor Hulk, yeah. Yes. And that's what I miss. I loved, I used to love the Hulk. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm an angry person. You know, you can see by my rage sometimes. <laughs> like, that's why I love the Hulk. He's, you know, you can watch him smash stuff and be like, yeah, that's how I get when I get angry. And I'm not seeing that. I'm not smart. I want to see angry Hulk. <laughs> but he yep. was in a spaceship. So they're talking about when he left in that, because. In this, in I'm sure everyone's seen the second episode. Spoilers alerts if people watching haven't seen it. Yeah, Here, how he leaves in the spaceship. They're talking about he's going back to um that planet, Sakar, Sakar, and we might get a World War Hulk show that is one of those not mentioned in Phase Five or Six, I think it was. Hopefully, because then that we get be Angle cool. Hulk back. And also the rights that were held by Universal, the the uh, not the full rights, but the publishing rights, if I'm not mistaken, for the Hulk have recently or are about to recently expire. So that's kind of coincidental that they also didn't announce that film, right? Within Disney, they probably have plans for it already. They were, they were looking at the schedule like, hey, by the way, the end of 2022, you know, we're going to, the rights to the Hulk revert back to us fully. Because the reason, that's the reason they haven't made a solo Hulk film since the 2008 
Incredible Hulk. Because if they do a Hulk film like just by himself, he can be in Avengers, he can be in Thor, whatever other movie. But if they just do a solo Hulk film, they have to let Universal have the distributing rights. That's what it was, the distribution rights. Yeah. And I love that scene where he's talking and he goes, oh, you know, I was a different person back then. Like, literally. literally. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. What do y'all think about the fourth wall? Oh, I hate it. I think it's they're doing it good. I, I mean, it, you know, she was kind of the first one to do it. It wasn't dead in the comics, you know, yes. in, in, in John Burns' run. Okay, um, that's good to know. I, I didn't know that that was something. That also, she did speaking in the of which, John, John Byrne, you know, in his run also had a lot of commentary on the way female characters were represented in comics. He had a very feminist take in the series for She-Hulk as well. To me, it feels like a combination between the various series that I've that I've read. So I, I'm really enjoying it. I really like it. Well, good. That, I that just makes like me, that third wall, that that makes third me wall breaking. Oh, I appreciate that better. Yeah, but that's what Kevin was saying. And I didn't know this, actually. I'll admit, I didn't know this until like a week or two ago when I was watching some of these YouTube videos. But yeah, like you said, She-Hulk was the first in the comics to break the fourth wall and do that before Deadpool. And to give credit where credit's due, the, the She-Hulk breaking of the fourth wall was very much a Bugs Bunny and Donald Duck. I mean, or, or Daffy Duck, you know, mm. that, that kind of stuff. It was it was harping on on that old stuff where, where she would talk to the writer and the artist and things like that. So, yeah, I guess you have, have to give total credit back to Bugs. But, yeah. I know She-Hulk did it first in the comics, but... In the film franchises, obviously, Daredevil, Deadpool's done it. And that's why that just, flag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, maybe if you had done it when you bought Deadpool in, then both could do it. I don't know. But I just, it's just too, as a casual fan, because I'm more of a DC, give me DC topics. I've got all my knowledge, collect all DC comics. But with Marvel, it's like, you know what I mean? A casual fan like myself that watches Marvel, I'm just going to know as, oh, hang on. Deadpool's the one that breaks the fourth wall. Not She-Hulk. But obviously... Marvel fans that read the Marvels will know what's going on. So that's why I think it's, yeah. In the first episode, Bruce says, sorry about something. And she says, he doesn't mean that. Did he catch her? Breaking that the was my, wall? he caught her and she caught herself breaking the fourth wall. And then she was I like, think that, I think that was the joke. That was kind of weird. In the like first that, episode. that took me out of the breaking the fourth wall. Like, is, is there a fifth wall? What is happening? Like, <laughs> did you break out, break, and then break back in? Can someone just answer this question? Because I wasn't too sure. So, you know, when the car flies off the road, was there a narration saying that the car f started to flip off the road? Because I didn't know if I had my, you know, when they when you blind or something and and it explains what's happening during the show did you hear that or was it just maybe my something was wrong with my tv because it said oh they flipped over we then flipped over the rail now at the beginning of the second episode they show that scene again and she talks over and explains what happens is, is yeah, that no, maybe what you're thinking of or no 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 actually in the first episode i reckon i must have had that audio description because i was just confused because i've seen a break in the fourth wall and then it was like narrating some of the things like oh and we drove on the highway and i'm thinking why are you tell me you're driving on the highway like i can see that so maybe <laughs> maybe i have one of those voice explain things on because i had i turned off i reset my disney plus but yeah i was a bit confused that first 10 minutes <laughs> this show really made me think of characters with high metabolisms for the first time 
like the scene where she's she's She-Hulk and she's downing drinks and then she has to revert back to her human self to talk to her boss cool. and she's followed over. Like, I, I thought it was a good scene, but I can't help but think now. So another aspect of, of a high metabolism is the ability to excreting toxins and, um, and, and waste. So all I can think of now is every time he turns into the Hulk or she turns into the to She-Hulk, do they just poop their pants a little bit? And is that why Pug had to give her a map to the bathroom, to the best bathroom to go to? Maybe know. they just let out a big fart. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little wet, but not, yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, maybe they're uh, Hulk. <laughs> Sphincters. <laughs> They're strong enough to hold it in. <laughs> That's a oh, I like that. Okay, you answered you answered my question. Thank you. All right, Fan theory. In that yeah. second episode, Abomination was talking about pen pals, eight pen pals in that. His soulmates, yeah. Yeah, do you reckon it's, that's like do you reckon that's anything done like you know the Thunderbolts or anything? No, it's, that's a that's a prison joke. That's oh, that's okay. all that is. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking that he write, was writing the haikus or whatever he referred to it as to like, you know, he, he wrote one to the Hulk and Bruce Banner. So maybe he sent some to the other people that he affected through him destroying the city and being the abomination, maybe. We didn't really talk about Tim Roth, but I would like to touch on that just a little bit. I loved seeing him come back. I thought that was so cool. This is something else that Tim and I were arguing about, but Tim was like, man, he's not even like the same character and yada, yada. Like, and I was kind of making the argument like, well, we all mellow out a little more the older that we get. And the last time we've seen this character is 15 years ago. I thought it was really cool how we saw that same actor again, you know. I dig his story, how he explained it from his point of view. I was like, you know what? He is a yeah. good bloke. He actually, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he gets you thinking he's, he's a good bloke. Yeah. No, and Tim Roth's such a great actor that I'm not sure if, the character has changed or if he was just trying to sell his story, if that was an honest heartfelt view or if, if he was just selling it. Yeah. I really liked him in there. It's always really cool for me, at least personally to see those cameos or characters coming back in from way back in the early stages of phase one. You know, we got it already with Thaddeus Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross in civil war. And he came back one more time in black widow Unfortunately, he passed away recently, William Hurt. It's really cool to see those cameos. I think that it just, you know, makes it that much more connected and it really makes you feel like, which in about five to 10 years from now is going to be a really bad thing, possibly, especially for someone who hasn't seen any of the Marvel films. But, you know, making you feel like you have to go back and watch everything. But for me, someone who's been there since day one, it's really cool. I didn't see Shang-Chi. Is that what it is? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, then you would have. So they up. show the clip. That is from that when he's doing the underground yeah. fighting. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this taking place after or before Shang Chi? After, I would think. Well, but I'm not fully sure on that. So sound like I mean, it seemed like during if he broke out that day and was fighting. Yep. Or if it was recently discovered, night. maybe they recently discovered that it happened weeks ago, or maybe like you're saying, Luke, that it just happened yesterday or today. Maybe you know during happened after Endgame because Banner's arm hadn't healed yet. We know uh, it yeah, happened that after, was pretty after, cool. We know it happened after Eternals because there's that little Easter egg with the Wolverine Easter egg. I missed that. 
So yeah. there's a scene where she's looking for jobs on the couch after she's been fired from everywhere. And yeah, if you right. pause the screen when she's looking at the at her laptop, it has articles on the side. And one is, what's this strange statue sticking out of the Pacific Ocean? And then the other one is a man with metal claws fights in a bar. So, oh, mm, didn't say that. That's cool. neat. The best. I like how they put all that little from, stuff in there. Yeah. The best export from Australia is definitely Hugh Jackman, right, Matt? <laughs> I would love to say him, but nah, I think he's too old now. No, it's George Miller. Yeah, he is. George Miller is the best export. No, but he's definitely the best export so far. <laughs> no, George Miller. Come on, man. Mad Max. I'm going to be like an absolute idiot. Who's George Miller? Director of Mad Max. All the Mad Max oh, movies. Yeah, yeah, so I know I world. worldwide love Mad Max, but here in Australia, we don't really see <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me today for this discussion of She-Hulk. So far, I'm interested to see where they go with it. Matt, why don't you tell us where we can find you on social? On social uh, media. <laughs> you can find me on everything. Just talking pop culture is all you need to search. It's got the same logo for everything. So come and check me out there and talk everything pop culture related. And how about you, Mr. Kevin? Uh, find me wherever you can find me and tell me how wrong I am. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We're inching. We're climbing ever so slowly to that 500 subscriber mark. So if you're not subscribed to this channel, please make sure you give us a subscribe. It really helps us out. It makes me happy. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok. You can find us at Real Comic Book Cinema. You can also find us on Facebook. Until next time, have a good one.